Social Zoom Factor, episode 129. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. When it comes to your business, you don't get a second chance to make a first impression. Meet Ruby, your highly trained team of virtual receptionists, creating meaningful connections with each call, ensuring your callers feel special while making you look good. Learn more at callruby.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today is going to be one of those little quick and dirty podcasts, but I have a pretty valuable message, I believe, for you. And what I'm talking about today is the importance of standing for what you believe in and the importance of always ensuring that you are moving your business and your life forward because it's so easy in life. Everybody around us wants us to get stuck in status quo. It's kind of like they wake up on a Monday morning and they say, here are the five things I'm going to do today and here are the 10 things I would like you to do, Mr. or Mrs. Employee. And here are the broken, archaic systems and technology and processes and methodologies that you are going to use to get these 10, 15 things done. Got it? Well, I don't know about you, but ever since I can remember uh, being an entrepreneur when I was a teeny little kid selling rocks to Kool-Aid to uh, cookies out of my mom's cupboard, I never believed in status quo. I always believed in finding a better way to do something. I've always been a change agent, a change maker. I've never been one of those people in corporate that you would consider the yes ma'am or the yes sir type of person. I was the person that would say, why? Why are we doing it this way? Let's go get in a room and talk about it. Let's make sure it's the most efficient way that we can be implementing this process, this project, this plan, whatever that may be. So part of the reason for this podcast today is just to, number one, inspire you to keep moving and to be the change. And number two, to inspire you to continue to push yourself because it's easy for us to get stuck in status quo. And to prove this point, I'm going to tell you just a little story about myself from many, many years ago. And It's about me getting fired and getting fired over an Apple computer. Yes, an Apple computer. And I look back on it now, and this hit me last week because I was in Vegas at the Terra Data event, and I was hanging out with some amazing people like Brian Solis and Jay Bear and Jeff Bullis and Kim Garst. And we were all at dinner. We were kind of telling stories and laughing, you know, at ourselves. 
And I told this story about me getting fired over an Apple computer. And it just made me think about why haven't I shared that story with anybody else? So, um, and everybody around the table really loved this story and they never knew that about me. So I think that it might inspire you and it's going to help you understand how I got to where I'm at. And if I hadn't have gotten fired over the Apple computer, I likely would not be where I'm at today. So sometimes we even have to get fired. Sometimes we have to be knocked down and punched out and we just need to bam, you know, stand back up as strong as we can and realize that was actually something good that just happened. So I was almost straight out of college. I had had what one or two real jobs that were kind of short term prior to landing at this company. I'm not going to tell you the name of the company, but it was a large manufacturing company that did some things in the industrial space. And I got hired to be a customer service slash marketing manager. So it was a not that big of an organization. I think our customer service and marketing department had maybe five, 10 people in it total. And, but I was supposed to come in and kind of take the bull by the horns and, you know, shake some things up and help them take their marketing to the next level while also obviously doing some basic things as well. So I get there and I'm there not even two weeks. Okay. And I'm seeing that they're doing some direct mailing to customers. And that was back in the day when, you know, the only way we had to communicate with people was direct mail. This was even before email marketing and that type of thing. And I see that they're using a typewriter to type out mailing labels to their list of customers and potential customers that they wanted to do some big announcements to for some huge products they were launching. And this was a pretty big brand in their industry and niche. They, you know, definitely were not a nobody. They had some great partnerships going on, all kinds of ways they were collaborating with other top brands. And they had a really, really good mailing list. So it was definitely a marketing asset. The first time they did it, there was a girl that worked for me and she was typing the mailing labels and, you know, she was already kind of halfway into it by the time I got my eyes on the project. So I kind of just went with it. Well, then I see that they had this brand new Mac computer at the time. And it was one of those uh, upright Macs with the teeny little screen. You remember what I'm talking about? I mean, talk about dating myself. And But it was nice and shiny sitting there, probably cost them thousands of dollars to purchase. And I even kind of interrupted and I said, you know, maybe we could, instead of typing the rest of these labels into the typewriter, we could actually type these into the computer and then we wouldn't have to retype them the next time we did a mailing. And so they said, oh yeah, you know, that's a great idea, Pam, we'll think about that next time. So I was new, I kind of just kept my mouth shut. I thought, okay, that's really not very smart, but whatever you say. So then a couple weeks later, they're doing another mailing and guess what? They start typing into the typewriter again. And I'm, <laughs> I had, I mean, I had spent time on computers. Obviously I was a, you know, bachelor of science major. I started out as and actually I'm a bachelor of science with an emphasis in management information systems. I had taken a ton of programming classes and started out as a CIS major, you know, done programming all the way back to my high school years on computers. So I knew a thing or two about computers at this point. And 
they're typing again on the typewriter. And so here I kind of put down my foot in a big way. And I said, this is crazy. Like, why are we doing this? We need to be putting these names and addresses into the computer so we don't have to retype them again. And so I basically got told again to shut up, go back to my day job. This wasn't my problem. And just let her continue to type in the labels. And at this point, I actually had to take over for her because I remember she was out for a couple days. So part of my two days in that week was spent typing addresses into a typewriter when I had a computer sitting right next to me. Okay, so if you know me now, which I know many of you do, you can imagine how crazy I was going at this point. I'm like, this is insane. But my manager assured me that it would not happen again and that the next time we did a mailing, it was going to be like six months out and that we would make sure that everything was set up in the computer and we would not be typing them into the typewriter again. So I said, okay, fine. We'll put these into the typewriter one last time. So you can imagine how painful that was for me. So can you guess what happened next? Within about two weeks, they decided to do another mailing. Remember, I was just told there wasn't going to be another one for about three to six months. Well, they decide we're doing another mailing because that last mailing was so successful. So they came and they said, Pam, and I don't remember the person that worked for me, here is a list of names that we need to uh, type the labels for on the typewriter again. Sorry, but we're doing another mailing. So can you imagine the look on my face if you know me? wasn't very good. So I said, all right, Mr. Boss, we need to sit down and talk about this. So we sat down and I told her, I said, we have this brand new Apple computer here. Let me tell you about what this Apple computer can do. We can actually type in all these names and we can print out labels so we don't have to type them the next time. And she said, okay, Pam, thank you for your information. And she walked away. So she walked down to the CFO's office. And within about an hour, I got called into the CFO's office and I got fired. Yes, I got fired. And I got told that I was not hired to change process for them. I was hired to do a job of marketing and customer service. And I was not there to tell my boss what to do. So I packed my little bag and I got out of that office as fast as I could. I never looked back because you know what? I was young and I needed the money. It was good money. It was a good paying career type of position in a good company. But I didn't need the money more than I needed to be in the right culture, more than I needed to stomp status quo. I've never been one of those people to be hit upside the head by status quo and just laid down right? Anytime I'm hit upside the head by somebody wanting me to do status quo work, it inspires me to pop right back up and make the change that needs to happen to take that organization to the next place that we need to go. So I left that position. I went home. I remember I had a brand new car I had just bought. Me and my um, soon-to-be husband had a great apartment we were living in. I was in Colorado at the time, but I wasn't afraid. And guess what? Within one week, I went and landed a killer job at GE Capital where we did all sorts of amazing things with technology. And I was a change maker and we were implementing tools and technologies and solutions for the mortgage and the insurance industry as the internet was launching. And it was a blast. We were training people on even how to use a mouse. We 
were having to design screens that look like DOS because these these mortgage processors and insurance processors were used to working in a DOS platform where things only did tab. So can you imagine if I would have taken that instruction and just continued to type into the typewriter where my career would be today? It would be nowhere. If I would have just laid down and said, yep, status quo is what I need to do. Status quo is what I will do. I would not be where I am today. My career jet-setted from them. I made more money. I think it was almost twice the money when I went to work for GE Capital. My next job after that was at Storage Tech. I doubled my salary from GE. What would have happened if I would have stayed at this company that fired me over using an Apple computer? It would not have been good. So my message for you today is who or what in your life is pushing you down for status quo? And if they're pushing you down, you need to stand back up. You need to stand back up and go make your life and your business happen. Don't let anybody push you towards status quo. You need to push for change. You need to push for improvement. You need to push for optimization, but do it for the right reasons and do it when you know that it is right. And if you can't do it in your current environment, then go find an environment where you can be successful and you will not be pushed down by status quo. I hope that I've inspired you today to be the best that you can possibly be. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.